Hello and welcome to the Podcast Host Academy Health Check for October uh, 2019. Had to think about the year there, Colin. Colin's with me as, as usual. Did you have to think about what year it was today? I have to say I've not thought about that so far today, Matthew. Well, there we go. Off to a good start when you don't even know what year it is. But um, you don't get to 2020. Yeah, yeah, 2020. It's funny, actually, you know how you, I, I've always found with uh, ages, I always end up like by mid, mid-year mid of whatever age I am, I start thinking of myself as the next age because that's the one yeah. you think. So like now I'm I'm 40, I was 40 in July, but it was, was recent, so I'm still just 40. But by Christmas, I'll be like, I'll be thinking of myself as 41. But it's the same with the years now, that, especially with 2020, because it's kind of a, it's a funny year, isn't it? Like it's arbitrary, but decade changes. So I keep thinking of it as 2020 now already. Yeah, a new decade. Um, decade for podcasting. What's in 2020 for podcasting, Matthew? Tell me now. What's in the future? Um, X company has acquired other company for 20.7 trillion and it just means nothing to every to every year, podcaster. the renaissance of podcasting podcasting is <laughs> mainstream <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I love it when predictions like people that really don't have a clue they're really just pulling stuff out of their arse they just don't have any idea so they're just making stuff up it's yeah nobody knows but anyway Shall we do a health check? We surely shall. Yeah, um, Alina's up first. So uh, we're going to listen to her podcast, the Heart Centred Life podcast. Excellent. I shall press play now. Welcome to the Heart Centred Life podcast. If you're a busy professional entrepreneur or educator trying to find purpose and meaning in your daily life, this is the right place for you. Tune in every Tuesday morning at 9am Central when we will discuss ways to help you find a heart-centered place of strength, calm and clarity so that you can be at your most fulfilled and be the positive change our world needs. Hello everyone and welcome to Episode 3 of the Heart-Centered Life Podcast. Advocating for your client is a heart-centered attorney. This podcast episode is special in that it came from you. When I was thinking of topics for this podcast, I reached out to my connections on LinkedIn and asked them what they would like to hear. Okay, and that's it for the intro. What do you think, Matthew? Yeah, great. Um Great opening uh, 30 seconds, I would say, with uh, just here's what the podcast for, here's what it's about, here's who it's for even. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I really liked that. It just, uh, you know, you know, you knew exactly if it was the show for you or if not. And uh, one thing that, that jumped out there, um, it's great to set the expectations of when you're going to put the episodes out. I wouldn't hone in quite as far as like the time and date, uh, sorry, the, the time. Um, that's going out because you're, unless, mind you, you know, if she's broadcasting live, I could understand that. But if you're doing this purely as a podcast episode, I don't think you quite need to go into that amount of detail with the sort of release schedule. Um, just saying what day it comes out would, would probably do that. Yeah, yeah. Would you even do that? I'm, I was, I was thinking it was a great intro. It was, it was well read, nice music, um, a decent length, like 35 seconds, I think it was, before we got into the main content. 
I, I would try and cut that down. I think it's maybe just slightly long. I think it's perfect length for a hit of the skip button. <laughs> so people hmm. just need to listen to it after the first first or second time. Yeah, Whereas, if it's the same one. Totally, yeah. Whereas if it's only 10, 15 seconds, I think you get people to listen. That's when you get the audio branding really kicking in. Like People just recognize that they're happy to listen because it's short and sharp. Um, it really hammers home the message, the benefit. And that branding, that audio branding, that message, that can... That can be a big part of building loyalty for me, but 30 plus seconds. And I think you're just, you're asking for a skip button. And I think putting in things like really schedule in every single intro, I'm just not sure the value that adds. Um, mm. So I don't know. I, I'm, there's argues to both sides and you could change it up. Like it could be your first five or 10 episodes. You do put that in to make it really clear what's happening because everyone's a new listener at that point. It's, it's a recently launched show. Um, so there's no reason you couldn't run with this intro, Alina, for the first five or 10 episodes and really kind of give people that good idea of what's coming, but then maybe shorten it down to 10 or 15 seconds, just a really um, short, sharp message of benefits, who it's for, and then straight into the content. I'm not sure. What do you think on that, Matthew? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I'm always mindful with podcasts that, the vast majority of your listening comes through people binging your back catalogue. Yeah. So, you know, t t three years on to to hear an episode from a couple of years ago that tells you, you know, the, the local time that the episode kind of went out. And, yeah. and you know yeah. what it's like with podcasts too. Like you, you hit upload at a certain time, but it, it could be another couple of hours before it's pushed out to the likes of iTunes and stuff. Yeah. You know how yeah. these things work. So, I yeah, I mean... Um, Doing a weekly show, absolutely brilliant. I just, um, you probably don't need to to tell the listener too much about it at, at that point in the show. Yeah, yeah, there'll be there'll be a small proportion, a small percentage of listeners, hopefully over time, that do actually start looking out for it at the particular time of launch. But it's always a really small proportion. Like most people, I, I've got shows that I've listened to for years. I'm a really big fan of. I, I love the show, but I still don't know what day or time they come out. I just, I've never taking the time to figure that out i'll just check my podcast player every morning and new shows that are there i'll listen to uh, i won't realize if a show hasn't released for a day it just i don't know i've never quite bought into that although i ha i do know podcasters who do do a really regular schedule um and do get like tweets through from people if they're like a few hours late so it does happen mm. I, I think yeah. it is a very small proportion a very sort of small loyal audience that does that all right, should we kick into the middle bit? Yeah. Here we go. If you are in law, one of your deep gladness is going to be helping people, making the world a better place, advocating for justice and peace, and contributing to a world social order where people are equal under the law. I just came back from a meeting where Mission First in Jackson was honoring their volunteer of the year who had given so much of his time and energy to helping people who cannot afford to pay for legal services. He takes on all sorts of cases. All right. So that was middle section of Alina's show. Anything else to feedback on there? Anything the quality? Yeah. Um, yeah, the, the audio quality. Yeah. I mean, a fair it's not the worst I've heard. I think that there's definitely room for improvement there. I'd be interested to find out what Alina's sort of using um yeah. any thoughts on that yourself decent i think yeah like you said it's decent but um yeah i feel like i'm not sure actually it's just slightly grainy almost isn't it mm. uh, but 
I, I don't. It's not bad. It's absolutely. It's it's perfectly fine, Alina. I wonder if we could help you improve that a little bit. Yeah, it's good. It'd be worth posting your gear setup in the forums and let us see if we can uh, give you a couple of pointers in improving that. But don't worry about it at all at the moment, Alina. It's it's absolutely perfect for getting it out of the first you know the first ten, fifteen, twenty episodes or plus. Any thoughts on the the content, the delivery? Yeah. So she's reading the script. We can tell that. Um, which is fine. She'll get better at that over time. She's actually not bad at it. Just now. It's a hard skill to do, Alina. It's hard to read a script and sound conversational. And you're actually doing a pretty decent job there. But it's still a little bit obvious. It's still slightly uh, halting. Like we're getting a lot of pauses in there, quite big pauses between the sentences um, where you're obviously looking ahead on the script. Or maybe pausing deliberately. It's up to you. But um, I would try and just practice. And you'll get this as you get the the show out there. Try and make it more conversational. If you can, over time, try and cut it down to just bullet points and make it a wee bit more conversational, make it a bit more natural, as if you're speaking to the listener as opposed to reading them something. Um, and it, it, it takes a while to become comfortable with that, but it's something that you can do definitely over time. Like Loads of people have done that over the years, and, and we see people improving in that skill over time. Yeah, it's funny. I mean myself included you know I started anytime I was doing solo episodes back in the day I would I would script it word for word and then sort of the more I did that the more I I found myself going off the script and and being more conversational so then I went to sort of bullet point scripts because I knew that you know I was writing out this full thing but I kind of knew the points I wanted to hit so it's just working towards that you know, um, over time. And if you can get that more conversational sound, then, then brilliant. Yeah, it's a, it's a confidence thing, isn't it? It's like, it's so many people. So again, Alina, don't worry about this at all. It's absolutely fine for your stage right now because so many people start out that way. They'll start out scripting word for word for the first five, 10, 20, 30 episodes. And like Matthew said there, yeah, you'll, you'll gradually just come off that just through sheer confidence. So that's cool. All right, let's jump into the outro. Just give some feedback on that. So that's all I have for this episode, friends. Join me next week for episode four, where we'll discuss having the courage to be creative. Thank you for joining me this week on the Heart Centered Life. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and took away great tools to move you into a heart-centered place of calm, strength and clarity make sure to visit my website www.alinaboyd.com where you can subscribe to the show on itunes spotify amazon alexa and google play or via rss feed so you never miss a show if you found value in the show i'd appreciate a rating on itunes or simply tell a friend about the show so that he or she has access to great tools on living a heart-centered life be sure to tune in next week for our next episode. Until then, this is Elena Boyd signing off. All right, that's the outro. Yeah, thoughts on that, Colin? Uh, I, it was good. It was good. A bit long again. I, I think we just need a we just need a standard bit of feedback here, don't we? Cut down your calls to action. <laughs> I think we say it say it just about every single time. Like it's the most common mistake. People just put too much into their outro. They ask the listener to do too many things, and the listener will most likely do none of it through um, you know paralyzed by choice. They're just 
they need to know just the one quick thing that they can do right away to help you or to help them so more likely to help themselves. Like, so Alina mentioned her website there. Um, Alina, you want to give them some reason to go to the website. So say, go and visit the website at alinaboyt.com where you will find this resource or that resource or this survey or, you know, something that is of benefit to them. Maybe it's even just the show notes. That would be absolutely fine. Um, and that would be cool. That would be enough. Uh, or if you want to do reviews, then do that one episode. Maybe do that over a few episodes. If you want to do contact, do that over a few episodes. Uh, refer a friend, do that over a few episodes, but stick to just the one. Yeah, I, it's one of the things I kind of feel uh, that I repeat myself a lot when we do this. But when you tell the listener um, where to subscribe, just send them to like a subscribe page, leanaboyt.com slash subscribe so you don't need to say spotify apple uh, rss feed etc etc because you know you you've done all that work Uh, it's just it's up to them you you do the work by being sure that they could find you anywhere they want to listen and then just uh yeah you could cut that down a wee bit certainly final point from me there uh, just on a production point of view is that and it was on the intro as well actually uh going from your voice like the main podcast clip into the music uh try and bring them a wee bit closer together maybe even a wee overlap so as the music comes out on the intro you know it fades out on the intro uh the volume comes down try and bring in your main clip voice before the music's completely gone just overlap it a little bit in your software uh for example in alitu alitu alitu.com our podcast maker tool um we automatically overlap the music and the voice just by a little bit and it just makes a big difference because there's there's not that you've, you've got maybe a two or three second gap there at the end of your main voice clip before the music kicks in and it just creates that little bit extra polish um you can do it in any app though like if you're using audacity to edit if you're using a phonic whatever um what would you call it uh, audition is what i meant to say there if you're using any of those tools you can overlap that bit of music just to just to add that little bit of extra professionalism uh, i've just copied the website into the little chat box in squadcast we're using squadcast today for anyone who's interested um <laughs> Sponsored by squadcast.com. Yeah. Uh, actually, it's probably not .com, is it? None of them are .com these days. Yeah, .fm. Um, she's using a Podbean site. Podbean sites are nice, aren't they? That might not be the right one uh, because Alina was actually in the forum looking for um, feedback on her site. So I've, oh. I've went in and found the link to that. She's got yeah, both she... actually. Yeah, I see what you mean. So if yeah. you... If you, uh, if you if you find the wee chat box in here. Yeah, cool. That's fine. Uh, so one thing I was saying. Go on, go on. One thing I was saying to her uh, when she posted the website was just at the bot at the bottom here, um, there's a email sign up. Yep. And I would definitely just give a benefit to signing up. So I think she's offering some sort of lead magnet up the top, maybe. Um, I'm, I'm, sh- on the, I'm on the main site here just now on the main podcast page she's got other ways to enjoy the podcast what's well, a Kajabi site nice sorry say that, uh, go on Matthew Where, whereabouts you seen the email sign up uh, just the home page so the front the front page uh, if you scroll down to the bottom I'm not seeing that at all is this on alinaboyt.com forward slash podcast uh, not forward slash podcast. Is that the link I copied to you? Uh, that's the one that I've got in the document. 
I'm going to her homepage then. Oh yeah, because she's got a player on her homepage too. So you're looking at the main site, just alinaboyt.com. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, great to get the player up there. Um, So good introduction. You're on the whole website. Yeah, that's really cool. But uh, yeah, the bit I was talking about, if you scroll down to the bottom, it says stay up to date with all the latest. Yeah, got it. So, yeah, just give give them something there, um, whether it's just a nice quick wins PDF, something like that. Uh, give them a wee benefit to signing up rather than just, you know, keep me up to date, stay up to date. There's not really a there's not really a benefit for the, the listener to go ahead and do that, is there? Yeah. No, I mean, yeah, it's hard to get somebody to sign up to something like that with no particular benefit. But yeah, absolutely. Maybe a download or something like yeah, maybe your your cheat sheet, your five te- five starting ways to start a heart-centered life or something like that. You get a download after you sign up. That would work for you. Yeah, and uh, on the podcast page, you've got your episode list there. Yeah. Um, links on where to subscribe, which is great. You could maybe look at getting some little buttons or that. Um, And maybe, I don't know, I was thinking signpost it a bit more by having a subscribe page, but I don't think that's necessary. I think if they land on a podcast page, uh, maybe a bit of info about the podcast would benefit this page. Yep. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's great that you've got the front, the podcast player top, front and center on the main site front page. Um, no subscribe links there, I see. So maybe it's worth putting in a couple of buttons there, like maybe make the player, you know, two thirds width or half width and have some subscribe buttons on the right or the left side of it instead. And then on the podcast page, you've got that huge big banner at the top, which is pushing everything else down. Maybe put some buttons or some explanatory text about the podcast in there maybe an intro to the podcast and then the subscribe buttons there just right of the the heart centered life podcast you might need to change the graphic a bit uh, to do that but i would i would bring them subscribe links up um and i see there's no kind of show notes pages is there um they're presumably on the podbean site itself um yeah that's right i so if you click through you've got a bit of show notes on the podbean site itself but i would try and bring that onto your main site you've got a really nice main site here so try and create some show notes pages like try and create a page for each episode on that main site bring the text onto there and then you've got a home for each episode that you can link people to and really put the resources on there really create some good you can get some really good search engine equity around show notes pages if they're done well. Like if you actually do a decent blog post around each episode, put some good resources in there, like a good a good bit of text. So worthwhile doing that if you can. Lovely stuff. Are we Are ready to move on? Indeed, indeed. As always, we'll try and um, we tend to start repeating our advice from episode to episode. So the next one. <laughs> probably a little bit shorter, uh, already 20 minutes in on the first one here. But um, if you are, we should have mentioned at the start, really, shouldn't we? Like if you are Tony Skinner, Sharon Unsworth or Brian Murphy, you are coming up. So stay tuned. Uh, we should probably mention the names at the very start of these episodes, shouldn't we? So that everybody knows who's coming up. Uh, but next up, we have Tony with the Weekly Defence Podcast. Here we go. <laughs> Welcome to the Weekly Defence Podcast, the show about defence procurement and military technology. We're brought to you in partnership with our sponsor, NAMO, and I'm your host, Beth Mondrell. 
Coming up on the show this week, we look into the artillery and air defence market and speak to our Director of Analysis about how the sector is trending. And our VP Content caught up with L3 Harris during DSEI in London to find out about its MAST-13 next generation unmanned surface vessel. But first, our weekly news roundup, and I'm joined by Richard Thomas, Editor-in-Chief. Hey, Beth. And Tim Martin, our Deputy Air Editor. Hi, Beth. So to get things going, we're going to take a bit of a look at the uh, some of the biggest news of the last uh, few days uh, regarding Saudi Arabia and the oil field that's been targeted. All righty, the weekly defence podcast. What's your first feedback, Matthew? Yeah, great audio quality. Um, sounding really good and yeah a very polished intro um, again that what one of the, the quotes that we come out with on this if I'm being super critical I'd be interested just to hear the and which we I dare say we will when we hear the middle of the show the second person she brought on sounded really good and on mic but the first person I'd just be interested to hear again and, and see if um, it sounded maybe a bit more distant maybe a different microphone or maybe wasn't in the room with them so uh, yeah. we'll, we'll see what happens there but yeah, um yeah, yeah i mean overall brilliant a really really good intro your, absolutely your own very, thoughts? Little, very little feedback on that like i think she the actual intro to the show was great it was um nice and short and sharp less than 10 15 seconds i think it was just a quick what's the show about um who's it for and then straight into a teaser as well which was like coming up on the show um here's why you need to stay tuned like here's what's coming up here's what it's going to mean to you and then into news i I like that format i do like that format like getting something um you know nice and topical up front so that people get something good for that week the only downside of course is that that is then dated so if people go back and listen to previous episodes they get this kind of dated news at the start of the show and um, mm. the teaser which shows them what's coming like the more kind of evergreen the more eternal content they know what's coming because of that teaser but they still have to wade through that news so i wonder and I'm not necessarily, this isn't necessarily a good idea because you might be catering to the, the current people more, but it is possible, and I've seen it done well, to do like some of the evergreen content first. So jump straight into the evergreen content, then do a news segment, maybe middle of the show or even at the end of the show uh, and kind of mix it up that way. So at least you're going into some really relevant content right away, just in case people are delving back into the back catalogue. Yeah, I do. I do get the impression that a show like this is going to be that sort of more weekly kind of news focus, Um, especially when you're dealing with, you know, technology of this nature and it's it's always changing. So, yeah, I I, I bet that the I totally back up what you're saying, but also bet that the the audience here tune in to hear the the sort of very latest on stuff like um, absolutely yeah yeah let's get the back catalog the the cannonball's just been invented (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah totally take that bit of advice with them and put it into your own context you might know that you want the news up front and that's what people are there for so yeah absolutely right uh will we jump straight to the middle Mm. I'm joined by Director of Analysis at Shepherd Media, Matt Smith, who's going to talk to us a little bit about the artillery and air defence market. So, Matt, last week at DSEI in London, you did a presentation of some of Shepherd's findings on the uh, market sector. Um, So maybe to kick off, what are the key trends in the artillery and air defence market at the moment? 
That's right, Beth. Uh, so we, as you said, we did these presentations at DACI uh, last week. Um, I mean, one of the big things that jumped out to us was just the sheer size of the market. Yeah. So um, by our forecast, it looks to be worth about $160 billion over the next 10 years or so. Um, and that covers around 220 sort of active procurement programs. So it, there's a lot of activity going on there. And what kind of equipment does that include? That includes your like towed artillery pieces, your Patriot systems, short range air defense, all of that stuff? Yeah, for the most part. I mean, the other thing that really uh, jumped out to us in terms of that's what we got from the middle. So just two of the presenters. So you never got any lights set. Do you want, let me just click back through, see if I can get that, um, that other, other person. Give me one sec, Matthew. But first, our weekly news roundup. Hey there. And joined by Richard Thomas, editor-in-chief. Hey there. And Tim Martin, our deputy air. So Richard Thomas was... Was that this guy? I'm joined by Director of Analysis at Shepherd Media, Matt Smith, who's going to talk... Ah, that was the other one. So we didn't hear from Richard Thomas, so he might well have been a bit off mic. He did sound a wee bit in the distance there, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, again, super, super critical. Oh, yeah, totally. Uh, the rest of it's great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the middle, I can't, can't pick a single fault with that. Audio quality's great. Content's great. You know, um, good conversation. A follow-up question, which I always like to hear. So yeah. uh, I just, I, I can't find a single fault with that. Yeah, no, it was. It was really good. Well interviewed. Um, yeah, really nice. <laughs> Super critical. Uh, I felt like the audio, I don't know, I, I can, and it could have been caused by other stuff, but uh, maybe a touch um, too much noise reduction, possibly. Just sounding very slightly kind of that underwater effect. Um, and again, it might have been something else. It doesn't. This doesn't always come from noise reduction, but it's something that commonly causes it. Just a wee tiny bit, kind of gargly. But um, so maybe back off on the noise reduction if you are using that. But this is like us as um, utter perfectionist audio producer people. Bear, nobody else will have noticed that, I'm sure. But just to, you know, to give a tiny bit of advice, just in case it helps. Onwards to the last segment then. Sure. ...is degraded or denied. And we will hear from our sponsor, Viasat, about how the private sector is stepping in to help militaries develop these technology areas further. Until next time. This episode of the Weekly Defence Podcast was brought to you in partnership with our sponsor, NAMO. As always, a big thanks to everyone who gave their time to be part of this week's episode. And for our listeners, make sure you like and subscribe, leave a review on iTunes and tell a friend or colleague about the podcast. Until next week, thanks for listening. Oh, I'm going to stop it there. It's got another 15 seconds of music, uh, but it gets very loud. <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking that um, maybe bring the the volume of the of the music down a wee bit. Yeah, um, I can yeah, see. I mean, a, good. Sorry, I was just going to say, Matthew. I can see in the waveform in front of me the voice is way lower in terms of levels than the, that outro music. So, yeah, you were you just said bring it down. Um, you're going to blow people's ears out a little bit if they're listening. They'll be hitting the volume button at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean the the outro again really solid. Uh, yeah. You know, a lot of teasers in there. The audio quality, again, has been great throughout. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, great work. I mean, uh, interesting. Uh, I, I'm always amazed at the different niches that we see yeah. doing this, you know. Totally. So, um, certainly, yeah. 
got a, a niche here and you know looks like a thriving industry which is no real surprise Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> in, in this day and age so a couple of a couple of again uh, are super critical absolutely nobody else will notice this probably but me and matthew um the uh going into your outro there's just a i, I would tighten that up a wee bit it went from the outro other person by the way who is that other person that she wasn't on the intro was she i'm not sure no. who that was. Um, yeah be wary of using too many different sort of external voices like if that's somebody else doing a standard outro i'm not sure we didn't quite get the full context there but um yeah try try not to use too many other people if you can do host red intros and outros they're really good um like you did at the start so i'm not sure who that person was anyway going from their voice let's see going from here these technology areas further until next time this pause is just too long. This episode of... Yeah, right there. Just tighten that up a wee bit. Um, bring it in, like overlap a little bit more. Uh, and yeah, that was that was about it actually. Yeah, all good. If you just tighten that up though, I think it'll be perfect. Yeah. Uh, are you on the website? Not quite yet. Let me open it up. So we've got shepherdmedia.com. Show news. Yeah, so I... Again, I think it ties in with the the show itself, but a, a very sort of newsy website. So yeah, yeah. lots of headlines here. We've got a most viewed, most shared. Um, again, we've got a we've got a sign up for news alerts. Uh, could we get some maybe some sort of benefit in there just to get them signed up? Uh, yeah. It's always worth considering. Yes, yeah, on the email sign up definitely. This is really cool, though. Yeah, total, really nice news-based theme. Uh, it's obviously the thing you're going for. So, yeah, probably ignore my thing at the start about um, moving the news to later in the show because that's obviously the thing for your show, which is perfect. It's absolutely fine. Um, yeah, I like it. Uh, do you see any subscription buttons for the show itself? I don't see anything around, like, subscribe to the show on iTunes. Oh, sorry, iTunes, out of date. Google Podcasts or Apple Podcasts. Yeah, I don't see anything Maybe. like that. Um, and it'd also maybe be good to to have some sort of player on the, the page as well. Maybe a wee trailer or just a player with the latest episode, something like that, just to give the listener a wee taster. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And the the show pages themselves are nice as well. Actually, a decent bit of show notes uh, on the news this week. You're giving a wee summary of it. That's good, actually. I like that. Linking off to other resources. You've got the player in there. Uh, is that the Buzzsprout one, if I'm not mistaken? Possibly. Um, yeah. You've got a couple of things that like you've got. You've got like the... This is something to be wary of. You've got you're obviously using a content management system here. I'm not sure what it is. Could be WordPress, could be something else. And in your standard template for pages, you've got an RSS feed link on the top right. Um, now that little symbol, that RSS icon, it looks just like it's used a lot in podcasting because RSS is such a big thing and helping people subscribe to a podcast. But it will confuse people if they come to this page and they don't see any other subscription links, they'll see that RSS icon and go, oh, that's how I subscribe. They'll hit it. And I'm willing to wager that that's not a valid podcast feed. It'll be a blog. Yeah, you get the big code. Yeah, big exactly. Code dump. Yeah, totally. Um, 
So that's a bit confusing. And it's hard to get rid of that sometimes because it could be built into your content management system. It might be something you need to send to your development team to try and get rid of for like try and create a podcast specific page template that doesn't have that in there or change the link of it to the podcast feed uh which you can subscribe to i noticed now that i've said that just below that you've got a couple of links to apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, and spotify they're a wee bit buried i didn't see them until now just having a look mm-hmm. so yeah good but i think there's a couple of little things you could improve there i think just to make sure that people that hit your site and find these posts because they're going to find these because it's a really good site um they're going to find these posts and see that player and go oh player podcast audio what can i do with that um you need to make it really easy for them to subscribe to that show great show notes though i must say um I'm in one of the, the episodes now, just having yeah. a look. So, yeah, really good show notes, plenty of links, plenty of info. Totally. And and I like the, you've got the time codes in there. This is something other people could learn from as well. Um, You've got News Roundup at 0042. So people can click forward to the News Roundup. Then you've got uh, Deep Dive, People's Liberation Army Armaments at 1440. You can skip forward to that. Really good to put that in there because it's a longer episode it's you know 30 40 minutes people might want to skip to certain places there and you're also showing like a lots of other episodes try to guide people through to other content yeah i like it a lot good cool. stuff anyway i hope there's a few good tips in there just to improve we'd love to see love to hear um feedback on that third host just in case give us a bit of feedback on what you think on that third host um whether they were a bit off mic whether it was just a one-off um thing or whether you need any help making sure you've got all three people top quality uh, stick that in the forums all righty should we pop forward to the next one we shall indeed yeah who have we got matthew who have we we've got? got sharon and uh i hope you've been practicing i asked colin yesterday if he spoke dutch <laughs> uh colin said no but um you had all the last night basically to learn the entire language learn so that. how did you get on with that i uh, i was about to try and pretend some dutch but that would probably be offensive and rubbish so, <laughs> <laughs> so no um do you know so sh- um, sorry say, say it again i was just going to say um so Sharon has said here uh, she's done quite a bit of editing in the interview. She's wondering whether we can tell because obviously she's not expecting us to to know what's being said exactly. Otherwise, just keen to know whether the sound quality is okay and what your general impression is. So I realise you won't be able to understand it as it's all in Dutch. <laughs> so we'll see how we go here. Okay, cool. Can't Let's... believe Sharon assumed I don't speak Dutch. I know, yeah. Being multilingual. No, she knows that for a fact. Uh, <laughs> the title of this episode, though, are Multilingual Children Better at Communicating. Nice. Okay, let's go. Welcome to Kletsets podcast over meertalige kinderen. Mijn naam is Sharon Hansworth, taalwetenschapper aan de Rappaat Universiteit Nijmegen en moeder van twee meertalige kinderen. Communiceren. We doen het voortdurend, dag in, dag uit. Soms loopt het niet zo soepel als we zouden willen, maar meestal gaat het vanzelf. Het lijkt makkelijk, heel natuurlijk zelfs, als je er even over nadenkt, is communiceren best ingewikkeld. 
Als je iets wil vertellen, moet je niet alleen de juiste woorden zien te vinden. Alrighty. Let me just check one thing, Matthew. I'm just going to pop back and listen to one thing. I just want to sure. See. Welcome back, Claire. Yeah, perfect. Okay. Uh, what I was checking was just, um, so what I was going to say first, uh, I get to get your thoughts on this too, was I loved that little bit of atmosphere at the start. Obviously the show, like you said, it's about um, children, isn't it? About children's voices. Is that right? Yeah. Uh, so she's included some, um, they, they call it actuality in the industry, mm -hmm. like recordings of atmosphere of like the real world um, that you can put in that's not necessarily voices so just sounds from the world and that kind of children talking in the background I loved the way that started the show and then faded into the music and then faded out uh, the only thing I was checking there was just how long that ran for because our intro didn't start till it was from uh, and again this has been super picky because it was it was lovely it sounded great um, that was 26 through to 41 so it was like 15 seconds um which isn't too long but ugh, i would have cut that down if it was myself i would have cut that down to 10 seconds or less but again super picky uh what do you think matthew yeah i'm with you like the the great intro and the actuality and stuff that's what i'd made a note of so i think that's a that's a really good start to the show like I say, we can't understand it because it's in Dutch, but it looks to me like that first voice is the kind of general intro, which is nice and short, only uh, duration, like 10 seconds long, which is perfect for a little general intro, and then into the main content within that's maybe 40 seconds or so. So I would say, yeah, if you can just cut it, just 10 seconds might help. But again, yeah, it was perfect. It was great, Sharon. Really good intro. Let's go into the main bit. Echt van die volwassenen. Dus zij zagen, zij zagen alle drie. Ja. En, en, en tussen, zeg maar, voor het kind achter dat kleinste zat iets waardoor de volwassene aan de andere kant het niet zag. Precies. Dat kleine, de, de, het kleinste autootje. Ja. En dus, dus als de volwassene zei, geef me de kleine auto, dacht het kind, oh ja, die kan die, kan die kleinste, echt kleinste auto niet zien. Ik uh, hele jonge kinderen gedaan van 15 maanden en iets oudere kinderen en in beide gevallen voor. Okay, that's the main recording quality. Any thoughts? Recording quality, great. I certainly can't tell if it's been edited. Um, again, obviously we don't know what's been said, but I, the, yeah. I, I heard no none of these sort of unnatural sounding edits. No. Uh, multiple speakers all on mic. Very good audio quality. So yeah. big props to to Sharon. Indeed, indeed. I find when I'm editing, so I, I've been editing a show which we do a fair bit of vocal editing on yesterday, and I'm cutting out like words, I'm cutting out sentences, I'm taking out little bits, um, and you can always hear the the transition when you're looking at the editor in front of you, can't you? Because you can see the line, you can mm, see the cut, mm. and you can see the playhead going along, along, along. It hits the cut, and you almost invent the little transition because you can see the cut in front of you. But yeah. then, then if you close your eyes and kind of go back and listen to a previous cut so you've kind of forgotten where exactly it is. I find if I close my eyes, then I can usually think, oh, no, I can't hear at all. It's all good. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, editing with your eyes versus editing with your ears. Yes, indeed. <laughs> all right, let's listen to the outro. Dus het lijkt al dat een, een, misschien een voordeel is voor uh, meertalige kinderen. Voor, en zelfs heel jonge kinderen, zei je. Gewoon Zeker. Van, uh, echt uh, pas een jaar oud of zo. Ja. Uh, maar 
welk, bij welke kinderen dit voordeel uh, het vaakst voorkomt. Of uh, bij wie het wel en bij wie het niet voorkomt. Dat weten wij eigenlijk nog niet. Daar moeten we nog onderzoek naar doen. Inderdaad. Maar ja. het belangrijkste voordeel van, uh, van meertalige kinderen wat betreft het communiceren. Is het feit dat ze natuurlijk in twee talen kunnen communiceren. Zeker. Ja. Nou, dankjewel Husje. Graag gedaan. Wil je meer weten over Kletset? Ga dan naar www.kletsetpodcast.nl. Daar vind je ook meer informatie over deze aflevering. Wil je geen aflevering missen? Abonneer je dan op Kletset via je favoriete podcast app. Bedankt voor het luisteren en graag tot de volgende keer. I forgot, Matthew. I totally speak Dutch. I heard her say, uh, just translated in my head, said favorite podcast app. Yeah, yeah. And kin- kindren, I think that must be children. So, uh, yeah, yeah, we're getting there. We're getting ah, there. Indeed. indeed. Nice, nice outro, though. Uh, I like it. Nice and short. 15 seconds or so. Sounded like she mentioned favorite podcast app rather than going in specific. So taking your advice from earlier, saying just subscribe or review in your favorite podcast app. Really good way to do it. I presume she's not put too many CTAs in there because she's not taking too long. So I think that sounds good. Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean it, it's it's obviously hard with the the language barrier to offer content feedback, but again, audio quality great, and uh, you know the the CTA wasn't certainly it didn't sound long, so. And I've just clicked onto the the website here. Yeah, I like uh, Sharon's design here. Really nice header. Uh, all the cartoon kids. Yeah, it's, it's the podcast about multilingual children. So yeah, quite. I, I mean, it's. The one thing I would say, I was going to say, it's really clear, you know exactly who the show's for, but I wonder if it's worth an extra line or a wee bit more explanation about what, like, I don't know whether it's for multi, the parents of multilingual children, whether it's to create multilingual children, whether it's to, um, whether it's for the kids themselves. Um, so if I came across this website and that was my first contact with the podcast, which it could be, People will, if, you, if you're asking people to refer a friend, they might, just, they might end up on the website first and they want to know right away what this show is about, what benefits listening to this show is going to bring them. Um, you might want to put a wee bit more explanation up the top there about what it does for you. Mm. Uh, just on the about page here. So it's a podcast about multilingual children for parents, teachers and speech therapists. Cool. So it's for parents. Uh, yeah. What can you expect if you educate your children multilingual? And I definitely haven't translated this page to read that. I've just, uh, I'm a quick learner. <laughs> it's really read the Dutch, yeah. Um, good with the subscribe buttons. You've got Apple Podcasts and Android there. So that's perfect. Uh, the podcast pages, you're showing all the previous episodes, which is very nice there. Um, you've got, I'm guessing this is a custom podcast theme. It might even be one of the second line themes. It looks familiar. Mm. So you've got a nice player up the top looking really good. Yeah. yeah. Even things like, um, you know, just little touches, like we've got individual podcast of, uh, cover art and it's really nicely done. Cover art fits in with yeah. the theme of the show, yeah. uh, nice graphics. So. Yeah, and you can. That's actually a player if you hover over those those little images too. Uh, oh, so you can oh, yeah. play, uh, which I never noticed. No, it so, goes to the page, but yeah, it, it's um, yeah. It's nice but it's walk. still it's still signposting Open. that, isn't it? Yeah, totally. Yeah, absolutely. You're right. Um, show notes as well. A decent bit of show notes in there. If you can expand them out a bit, you'll benefit better from some search engine traffic. You've gone. 
a fair bit away there, but it's maybe two or 300 words. If you can expand that out to four, five, 600 and give a bit more of the background around the episode. Um, Cause that's a quick, your, your episode names there are great. So like are multilingual children better at communicating? Great um, title because that's something people will be searching. You know, people will be searching, is it good to be multilingual as a child? Are multilingual children better at X? Um, so they'll find this. This is the kind of thing Google will surface because your title is a question, but they'll only surface it if the actual content of the page is reasonably deep. So right mm -hmm. now you've only got one paragraph there about the content. You've got a paragraph about Dr. Josie Averhagen. So expand that out. Actually put some of the content from the show into the show notes page and you'll attract people towards this. Um, just through search. People not looking for a podcast necessarily. They're just looking for the um, the content. They'll find it. They'll read a bit of the content. They'll go, oh, I might play that. They'll listen to it. They might even subscribe. That's how you get lots more podcast listeners for me. Mm. Uh, so worth expanding out if you can. Oh, Lovely stuff. I don't think I have any more to offer on that front. But uh, yeah, good work. Good work, everyone, so far. Indeed, indeed. Right, on to the final one. Final one is Brian Murphy with Hawaii's best podcast. That's quite a claim, Brian. Quite a claim. Uh, it might be Hawaii's best, and the um and the formatting's gone oh, funny here on our page. Uh, but uh, <laughs> could just call it Hawaii's best podcast. To be honest, uh, uh, you're right. You're absolutely right. That's what we've done, isn't it? The podcast. <laughs> so apologies, Brian. I, I'm joking. But yeah, Hawaii's best sounds cool. Right, let's get into it. But then also giving people this self-guided tool where they can also live that for a week, you know, in terms of being able to see and explore and kind of explore like a local. Andrew Fowers is the owner and co-founder of Shaka Guide. Shaka Guide is a location-based audio tour that uses GPS to guide you to exciting places on any of the four major islands. So we're talking Kauai, Oahu. Maui and the Big Island of Hawaii. Shaka Guide automates this audio tour with turn-by-turn -turn directions. And so meaning all you got to do is download the app and it uses GPS to guide you to some amazing places and amazing turn-by-turn -turn locations along the way. So this is something that if you're planning on coming to Hawaii, you're not going to want to miss. You're going to want to download this app because it is incredible. So stay tuned. Let's cue that intro. Welcome to Hawaii's Best Podcast. Learn the stories. Alrighty, thoughts? Uh, yeah, the um, the little intro clip, that's always a nice feature. Uh, it did sound a wee bit phone-like. phone, phone -like. Don't know your own yeah. thoughts on that, Con. Um, the other guy wasn't very good, was it? Yeah, and then it was almost um, quite jarring when the presenter then started speaking. It was just a bit, um, you know, the contrast kind of sign signpost. Thing, excuse me uh, but yeah i mean i really like that way of setting up and i think you know content wise great just maybe uh, if you can get somebody on a on a mic on a usb mic on a headset whatever and, and and try and not do phone interviews unless you absolutely have to then you'll you'll benefit from that certainly yeah there's just so many ways to record decent quality audio online um, from the tool we're using right now, like Squadcast to all the other ones that do the same thing, Ringers, Encaster. There's even like uh, one of our writers, Matthew, uh, Matt Boudreau, is writing a, an article right now on how to record through Facebook Messenger, isn't he? Mm. Aye, that's right. Yeah. So 
Uh, um, many options out there these days, yeah. Exactly. And you can record through like FaceTime, uh, WhatsApp, all these different ways that get you so much better quality. So yeah, it's just, um, I mean, sometimes it's all you can get and it, it's what you have to do, but I would recommend trying to avoid that as much as possible. Uh, yeah, so aye. Was, the, no. uh, was the music maybe a bit loud when it kicked in? Uh, it's it's a fair bit louder by the looks of it on yeah and it sounded it as well it's a fair bit louder on the sound wave so yeah definitely the one thing i have feedback i would have on this actually is i wasn't sure i do like say i like that way of doing it like a wee teaser then into the host but um was that an advert or was that the content yeah i was gonna say i wasn't sure if it was a sponsor or yeah you know it could be they could be your sponsor, but you're doing a whole episode about them, which is fine. But yeah, I um I, I had that myself. Certainly, I wasn't quite sure if it was an ad. I yeah. don't think it was because the title of the episode, Explore Hawaii Like a Tourist with the yeah. Shaka Guide app, Hawaii's yeah. best travel guide. So yeah. I guess the listener will know that when they tune in. I, I, I'm not sure I would assume that. You're right. Most listeners will. Most of them will look at the title. But it's, I think when you're talking about a product, when you're, when you're bringing on uh, something like that, when it's, when it's a product or a service like that, I think it's worth um, making it clear that you're going to tell them um, all about how to use this app, how this app can help them and not make it not an advert. So say something like on this episode, we're going to be delving into how uh, I'm going to be talking to the founder of this app, which is an app that helps you explore Hawaii. And I'm going to tell you all the ways that it can help you um, have a much better holiday or get to know the island when you move here. Um, and I, th- I just think there could have been a way to make it more obvious um, that it's not like a, a pitch, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, again, it's pretty picky, but yeah, it was it was good otherwise. Should we go into the middle section? Yes. We've done very little marketing. This is actually mm-hmm. my first podcast I've ever been on, but we just focus on making great products and the customers tell their friends and they tell their friends and that's kind of how we've grown from here. That's incredible. Now, what, what was the first guy that you started out with? What I assume would be the Oahu guide? Yeah, correct. Yeah. <laughs> we started with the Circle Island Oahu tour. Okay. Because I we live in Oahu right now. You know, that tour had over nine revisions. It took over six to seven months total mm. to write and make. I have driven the Circle Island tour testing each of the GPS points. I can't tell you how many times. So so that's the content itself matthew yeah so same issue uh, and actually it might not be a phone because you hear that classic skype yeah. lagging noise so oh, yeah. maybe just a built-in a uh, laptop mic something like that just not a very good sound card uh, the guy admits himself that it's his first uh, podcast interview so yeah, yeah uh, it's just one of the things if you can you know, have a bit of back and forward with somebody beforehand. Yeah. Uh, and it's 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 sell the benefit to your guest as well. That's the thing. If you're speaking to somebody and you're able to do a sort of pre-call and you're basically saying to them, look, you're essentially selling a product here. Uh, and, you know, the content's really good. The conversation's really good. But you want to come on here and sound as professional as possible. And that's that's going to benefit you more. So it's not you just uh, being really arsy with interviews and saying, oh, you know, I really need, to, I need it to sound good, just because yeah. like it's it's the benefit to them to yeah. to try and 
get that better level of sound quality yeah absolutely absolutely more people are going to listen um more people are going to listen right through to the end take take note of the content if it's good quality so yeah definitely uh yeah i think you're right i think it's just a not a very good mic or or a really bad internet connection or something like that anyway mm. Uh, but conversation really good uh you know it was flowing good good in-depth conversation yeah um so yeah content wise you know very good job Uh, yeah conversational decent interview style so yeah doing well there brian um i mean it's the biggest downside of interviews isn't it you've got so much less control over the other person's quality like whether it's the the environment like dogs barking in the background the mic they're using whatever it is so that's why it's worth <clears throat> excuse me having a a wee bit of prep like a set bit of preparation you do for people like sending them a little guide like even a one-page pdf or a, a reasonably detailed email which says something along the lines of here's the gear that you should use and here's why you should use it like given those benefits that matthew just said um if you've got something like that that you can send out to people in a really kind of almost automated way or just the same thing you send them every time that can make a big difference i think all righty, we'll go to the outro. Yes. For like a bus tour and like get back on the bus at 1230. No, I just want to get out there with my family and I want to go out and I want to explore these places on our own. And Shaka Guide allows you to do that. So again, I want to just say thank you to Andrew for all the work that he and his team have done. Go to livehawaii'sbest.com forward slash episode 014. And you can download Shaka Guide right there. And like Andrew said, there's a special promotion going on just for Hawaii's best listeners. So thanks again, Andrew, for that. And until next time, guys, be well. Aloha. Thanks for listening to Hawaii's Best Podcast. To stay up to date on future episodes, be sure to hit the subscribe button and follow us on Instagram at hawaii's.best. All right. Any thoughts, Matthew? Yeah, nice, uh, nice wee atmosphere there. It's it's in tune with the sort of podcast itself, yeah. isn't it? Like the, the background music. You're almost transported to to Hawaii. Ever been to Hawaii, Colin? I've not, but I would love to go. I believe but, this uh, yeah uh i see so you'll get around when you if, if if you ever get there but yeah i mean uh, the audio quality going in the outro was good switch to the what might have been the voiceover or maybe somebody who's also involved in the show call action there and didn't dwell on it yeah. uh so yeah i really i don't really have any complaints at all with that outro what about yourself Colin? no i think that was a really good example actually of a of an outro i mean i i always like to hear the host doing it himself or herself better but uh that was well read it was decent at getting that little kind of different person in to do that little outro and like you said very short and sharp um two calls to action but very very different and and picked one social media which i think is really good like being really specific instagram that's where we are come and follow us there that kind of thing mm. uh, and like you say not dwelling on where to subscribe just tell them just subscribe <laughs> people know where to subscribe they know the app they're using so yeah really good I yeah thought. Uh, did I send you the link to the website or the post? Yeah, uh, best. I like it. A uh, nice banner at the top, lovely graphics. Um, really good kind of subtitles here. Discover the Aloha State. That's, I mean, that's kind of all you need to say, isn't it? 
podcast and travel guide to the best of Hawaii. That's like, yeah, all the benefits there. You know what you're going to this show for. You know why you should be listening. And then I'll listen to the podcast button, which takes us to the archive. Yeah, I like it, actually. So that takes us to um, a list of all episodes. Yeah. I have players on them, or they take us to the posts, which is fine, too. Uh, we've got players in every single one of the posts. We've got good, prominent subscribe links in every one of the episode posts as well. What do you think, Matthew? Yeah, um, I've just clicked into episode 15. Uh, so I would say, you know, there's a bit of room to add a bit more in your show notes, certainly on that episode. Uh, you've mentioned, you know, your links and stuff like that. I don't know. Yeah, we've got a wee paragraph about what the episode's about. I'm just going to see if that's sort of the standard length. So it was 14 we were listening to, episode 14. Uh, aye, so that's um, it's really detailed in this episode. Yeah, so, 16 episodes in it. So yeah, he's, he's obviously yeah. putting a fair work into most of the show notes. He's got yeah. the time codes, like we, like we mentioned earlier. So in this yeah. episode 16, he's got um, time codes to every single part of the episode, which is really nice. Um, it's got connect links to. I think they're. Ah, they are links. Yeah. Um, just a tiny and little. Even a, tra- even a transcript there down at the bottom that you could click into. So. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, perfect. So I, I mean, right. great, great show. Yeah. So it was just interesting. The first one I clicked on was fifteen, uh, and they seem to be quite sparse. I'm just, just yeah, clicking back in to make sure I didn't miss anything. Uh, no, I mean maybe, maybe this was a, a short episode or yeah, tiny um, little just UX um thing here, uh, Brian. Your links don't have underlines or even a different color, so it's it's quite hard to see what's a link and what's not. If you want people to go onto your website and um and actually click these links to do the things you're asking them to, I would at least put an underline on your links, like a, that kind of standard formatting, or at least make them a different color as well. So yeah, just just one small thing. Other than that, though, I like it. It's good. It's nice and simple, clear, clean, um, full list of episodes. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. Uh, I just am um, looking through the main site. So yeah, got all the, the podcast episodes there and a nice big picture of Hawaii, which looks lovely. Indeed. Looks very different to Scotland. <laughs> no, it's just the same, isn't it? I thought it was the same weather in Scotland and why. <laughs> uh, yeah, so nice work, Brian. Uh, yeah. Like I said, nice work, everyone. Uh, another four great podcasts. I know we we pick at stuff, but that is the that is the entire purpose of this. You know, that will be why you've submitted it. And as always, you know, we're we're only hearing a small section of the show that you know we're we're hearing these wee clips here and there. Don't take everything we say as gospel, and certainly if. You know, if you feel that something, if you disagree, basically, then we'd love to hear from you as well, because, you know, it's, it's podcasting's complicated. It's not like there's a right and a wrong way. Uh, so we're always, we're always looking to hear other opinions as well. You might have a, a really good, um, defense is a strong word, but, you know, argument why you're doing a certain thing. Uh, and that's always great to, to talk about as well. Uh, your, your thoughts, Colin? Yeah, totally. You know your audience. You know your audience much better than we do. So you know exactly what they want. So take our feedback and put it in the context of the people you know are listening. 
um, and see then whether it works for you or not. That's that's all I would say. Yeah. And that as well, you know, again, it's an ongoing conversation. So if you do incorporate some changes and stuff like that in future episodes, by all means, resubmit to, to the health yeah. check, fire another episode over and we'll, we'll go yeah. through it. And you can maybe point out wee things that you've changed yeah. and we'll, we'll have a wee list and get you some feedback on that front too. Indeed. It'd be great to do some, I mean, these have been great. The last three or four episodes of this that we've done, we've done the same kind of format, like looking at quite early stage podcasts um the intro about the main content the outro and we've had some requests for specific feedback but most of it has just been really you know just let me know what you think the audio quality the, the presentation style that kind of stuff but it'd be cool to specifically particularly the people that have been on already if you get back to us with more specific questions like that editing question was quite interesting like if you send us like a minute of audio where you've done a few edits um and and then just tell us that and we can listen to it and see if we can spot them like something really quite specific not just general what do you think of my show but a specific here's my outro i've put in this call to action that call to action or here's my teaser and then into the into the main content what do you think of this format you know that kind of quite specific question it'd be cool to get more of that on here as well Mm. so yeah um whether you've been on the show before uh, and want to come back with more specific refinements in future, send those in. Or even if you haven't been on before, but you do know, you know, you've 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 cracked your intro, your outro, whatever it is, and there's more specific stuff you want feedback on, do send that in. That'd be great to get that stuff. Uh, and yeah, so that's uh, that's another episode of the Health Check wrapped up. At time of recording, I think there's another couple we've got in the queue. Uh, I'm going to be away for a couple of weeks off on holiday and once we get back we'll we'll definitely look to pencil in another one uh, i'm sure we'll have the adequate numbers again to do another four by then so indeed yeah so at least uh so two to three weeks from now yeah uh, in the meantime keep the conversations going in the forums and uh, the live q a sessions all the all those sort of things a uh, couple of new courses out this week and last week didn't we in the academy uh, we released Lindsay put together a course called so you've launched your first three months so you've launched now what I think it was <laughs> uh, navigating those those difficult first three months of your podcast yeah. where it's a bit it can feel a bit like an anti-climax can't it uh, yeah. you put all that work into launching and then suddenly it's like okay so uh, yeah. so Lindsay put that together that helped you guide you know, through those those choppy waters of the early days, keep you motivated. And then we got one out yesterday as well, an email course, a 20-day podcasting masterclass for busy people. So if you are a busy person, you maybe want to check that one out in the course library. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's designed to make it really simple and easy to follow along and just get a step done every day. Kind of like a, a do one little thing every day and then over two, three, four weeks, you'll have your show out and launched. It just make it really simple to get out there. All right. Thank you very much for hosting, Matthew. And thank uh, you. It was good fun, as always. Shall we sign off now? We sure shall. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. Uh, we'll see you on the next podcast, Health Check. Until then, have fun podcasting, and we'll speak to you soon. <laughs>